Hey, what's up, and welcome to Movie Buffers episode 18. I went and saw the Bob's Burgers movie, but before I get into that, I want to ask you all to please like and subscribe, smash the bell so you can get notified when new episodes come out on this channel. So I have been really busy lately. I'm filming a movie right now, writing episodes and other projects, working on a short film, and while watching a lot of different movies and TV shows. I am all caught up on Obi-Wan Kenobi. I watched all the new Stranger Things, which I have a review coming out next week. I'm hoping I watched the 4K of the 2009 Star Trek, and I loved that. Forgot how good that movie is. And, you know, it takes time to record and edit these things, all while being a full-time dad. So the show takes a lot of time to do, and I thank you to those who tune in and help support the show. Anyways, that's been my life. Now let's get into it. So the Bob's Burgers movie is kind of like a very long episode of the TV show. It possibly could have been a decently lengthened special on TV, and that is not a bad thing. You know, I think it's pretty cool that this movie got to have its theatrical run. The film was released on May 27, 2020. And I couldn't find a budget on this thing, but it made over $12 million on opening weekend and it has surpassed $30 million worldwide, so maybe it was a success. But the whole cast of the family is back, and some side characters were, repla were replaced, or you know, they're just absent. Pamela Adlon was replaced by Nicole Byer. Jimmy Pesto was in the film, but he has no lines because the voice actor who played him was fired for participating in the January 6th Capitol riot. And I believe Bill Hader's character had to be recast due to some scheduling conflict. Conflicts, so a bit of a bummer there, but I think the cast did a great job at keeping the movie afloat on their own. And I'm not coming off the bandwagon to review this film either. I'm not the biggest Bob's Burgers fan. I remember back in the day I watched the premiere of the pilot when it first came out, and I did watch a few more episodes after that. Then I guess I didn't really pay attention for a couple of years. Then I started to see Bob's Burgers shit everywhere. People were wearing the bunny ears, Louise hats, and more and more people were starting to embrace their inner Tinas and wearing it heavy on their exteriors. So I guess I started disliking the show as a subconscious protest of some sort, I think. Anyway, moving on, uh, my fiance and I got a babysitter and we hit up downtown for a fancy dinner and followed it up with going to see the Bob's Burgers movie. And now she is the one who's big on Bob's Burgers. It was our comfort show when she was pregnant with our son, and I started to get more and more into the show as well. So I was excited for us to go and share this movie experience together, and five minutes into the movie, she falls asleep. So I'm on my own watching this interesting version of the beloved TV show that has a lot more lighting and shadow effects so the beginning of the film they start out breaking into song and then I was like a little bit worried that it was going to be a heavy musical because that's not the, the vibe I was really going in for you know but the tunes were catchy enough and then that was that. The movie feels at times like a musical, but it's actually not. I feel like this film has a little bit of everything. I counted four short songs in the film, and then the rest is kind of just a grounded, fun, quirky mystery story. A sinkhole opens up in front of the restaurant the same day that they're supposed to meet a banker to tell the agent that they can't pay their loan at that time. And then they also can't pay their rent either, which isn't the main concern at this point, being that Mr. Fish Odor is shady, and he also has a bit of a soft spot for the burger family. And also, I don't know about you guys, but when I saw that sinkhole open up, I was like, whoa, hey, the Simpsons movie did the sinkhole thing. I mean, the Simpsons did everything first, but it struck me as a little odd that Fox Studios would do this twice. You know, two big summer movies based on animated network TV shows uh, under the same network. But they did find a dead body in the sinkhole, and then the sinkhole becomes kind of a big crime scene, which is like switching things up a little bit, which is, you know, very bad for Bob's business with the sinkhole scaring away all of the 
customers, and the movie definitely becomes its own thing. The singing and the sinkhole thing had me worried, but it all comes together rather quickly. Louise is also struggling with bullies at school, making fun of her for being a baby and still wearing her pink bunny ears hat. All that shit, you know, kids do because they are very mean. And so she is desperate to prove herself as brave. So other than that, I'm not going to spoil the big reveal to the mystery. I can say, though, that this film is really, really funny. My partner slept through the whole thing, even with me laughing hysterically through the whole movie. The movie is very, very smart, and the voice actors are so sharp and quirky. And they clearly, they have all really established their craft. And it gets very emotional at times, in a good way. We see them bond as a family, and you feel like you're a bit a part of it. We get a little bit more backstory on a few of the characters that we haven't really tackled yet on the TV show. We see why Louise wears her pink bunny ears hat, although I think there are a couple episodes that already show her wearing bunny ears hats when she's like a baby, but we get a bigger backstory in this. And I got that really warm chicken soup kind of feeling from this movie. The Simpsons movie was that go-to feel-good movie for me for a really long time, but I really drove that film into the ground of my mind, you know, having to watch it way too many times. I don't think I could watch it anymore. This is a good family movie that I think everyone can enjoy. There are a lot of references and inside jokes from the TV series, but I think you can watch this without being a huge fan of the show. The sound design in this movie is really good too. I think this must have been made during the peak of the pandemic too, so it's nice to see some quality coming from that horrible era of movies. Chippendale Rescue Rangers was also a pandemic movie, and Jesus, man, that was a bad-looking film in my opinion. This film also gets pretty intense at times. The go-kart chase scene is both hilarious and really well done cinematically. It's funny how H. John Benjamin voices multiple characters, and it's funny how his character sometimes just sounds like a character of his doing an impression of another character. If that makes any sense, it's hilarious. There's also a scene where Bob and Linda are in a position where they have to be honest with their situation. And can Linda always be the optimistic force driving Bob to just make it enough to get by? But it's all good in the end, and it's not the most toxic relationship depicted on American television right now. All in all, I'm really glad I saw this movie. My partner was really bummed that she fell asleep through this. She just had a long day. You know, it, it wasn't the movie. The acting was great. It looked really good, you know, without trying too hard. It was absolutely hilarious, and I could gladly say I highly recommend this. I recommend seeing it in theaters while it lasts. Aren't you tired of streaming shit? I am. Go to the movies, you dope. I'm gonna give the Bob's Burgers movie an A for good summer fun. And that's it. That's the show. That's what I got for you this week. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe. Smash the bell so you can get notified when we release new episodes on this channel. And this has been Movie Buffers. Thanks for watching. See you next time.